We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spurs Up Show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. Today is Thursday, November the 21st, 2019, and on today's show, I break down South Carolina's 78-70 to loss to the Boston University Terriers on Tuesday night. I'll break down the game, give some takeaways, what does it mean in the grand scheme of things, talk about that game in its entirety. Also, Bob Castlin releases another statement regarding his comments from earlier in the week and also on Gamecocks head football coach Will Muschamp. I'll break that down in its entirety as well. Also, news and notes to get to, including Brian Edwards' updated status for the Clemson game, the opening line for South Carolina Clemson, and a very hilarious headline that you may or may not have seen come out this week as well. Uh, your listener questions and voicemails and much, much more. Before we get into everything, this is a podcast sent to you by our friends over at Ag South Farm Credit. Guys, Ag South Farm Credit, most lenders don't understand land financing. Ag South Farm Credit, not only do they understand Understand, but they specialize in land financing. They've been doing so for over 100 years. They make loans for small and large acreage, hunting property, timberland, farm and pasture land, even home mortgages and construction. There's a ton of great benefits with our Excel Farm Credit, including long-term fixed rate financing for up to 20 years, down payments for as low as 15%. They have competitive rates and they pay an average of 25% of the interest back every year is what they call patronage. So they're a cooperative, so they share in their profits with their member borrowers. So for example, guys, on a $300,000 loan at 6.5% for 20 years, you would get back $2,770 each year. They have experienced lending staff that knows land and knows how to finance it. Guys, whenever you're buying land or you're getting a mortgage or you're making any big life decisions, you want to feel good about it, right? You want to be comfortable. You want to trust whoever you're with, whatever company you're with, whoever's facilitating the transaction. Ag South Farm Credit is that lender who's going to be there in your corner and make the process super simple and super easy for you. I know one of the questions everybody always have when you're buying land or you get a mortgage or hell, when you get a car, whenever you do anything, how much would you need as a down payment? Let's use, for example, 20 acres of land that you want to buy. How much would you need as a down payment, right? Because that's a really important number for us to know about. Typically, Ag South Farm Credit requires a minimum of 15% down, but that'll ultimately be determined by other factors like your credit. Normally, the longer the term, the bigger the risk, which means they have a little more skin in the game on your end. Uh, for, for more information on down payments, call 844-AG-SOUTH or visit their website, agsouthfc.com slash T-S-U-S. Again, that's A-G-S-O-U-T-H-F-C dot com slash T-S-U-S. Ag South and Equal Housing Lender, NMLS 619-788. So again, agsouthfc.com slash T-S-U-S 
or give them a call, 844-AG-SOUTH, and tell them Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. All right, let's get into it. I'm Chris Phillips, your host of the Spurs Up Show, as always. Got a packed show for you guys today. Uh, a lot to go over. Gamecocks basketball, obviously, we're in the middle of the bye week. Uh, so, really going to be focusing on South Carolina basketball, some other news and notes, some things that have come, have come up through what has been a crazy week in the world of Gamecocks athletics. And you really take a step back and look at it. This has been a truly wacky week, and we're not even to Clemson week yet. So, going to break everything down that's going on. Like I said, heavy on Gamecocks basketball. Bob Castlin releasing another statement, news and notes, a couple listener questions, and a voicemail as well even. Uh, before we get into everything, a couple housekeeping items. First off, if you guys could do me a favor, click the pause button right now, whether you're on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, any other hosting platform, whatever you're listening to the show on, Click the pause button. Go leave a five-star review. Go leave a review with your feedback, your thoughts, what you like, you don't like. Let me know. Uh, great way for me to interact with you guys, the listeners, the, the supporters, the fans. Um, but also, if you have any suggestions or things you want to see more of, great spot to do it there. Also, I truly appreciate it from the bottom of my heart because it helps other people find the show when you get as many reviews as possible. Um, so, again, do me that favor. Go leave a five-star review. Go leave a re- re- review with your feedback. Truly do appreciate that. Also, want to remind you guys once more, um, because today is Thursday, going to be doing the drawing for the Holinsky Hope flag giveaway on Friday. So if you haven't done so and you want to participate, that's literally on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Go do whatever you've got to do, whether it's retweeting the tweet, whether it's liking the post, tagging three friends, whether it's sharing it, whatever it is. Um, it's on social media. If you want to enter to win the flag, be sure to go do that. Like I said, all the information you need there is on social media, and we will give that flag away on Friday. Uh, also, a couple of things I want to update really quickly. Um, if you haven't done so, because there will be content coming to these platforms, and I want to make sure you guys are aware. Obviously, you guys know I keep you in the loop. Everything that is going on, Snapchat, TikTok, the Spurs Up show is on these platforms. I'm going to be much, much, much more active on Snapchat, especially doing more kind of like, or really on both, but they will be a little bit different. Um, Snapchat will be more of like a day in the life, kind of seeing kind of what goes on and just interacting with fans through that avenue. Um, So if you want to add the Spurs Up show on Snapchat, it's literally as simple as the Spurs Up show. Um, You can search that and it will be there. Add that Snapchat. Going to be very, very active on there. Planning on doing some like Snapchat takeovers, maybe with former players or stuff like that as well. So I think it'll be like a cool, almost behind the scenes kind of thing. Really, really excited for you guys to get an inside look at everything that goes on and just a platform that I want to be more active on and sort of build out. So add the Spurs Up show on Snapchat. It's literally the Spurs Up show. Just search that. You'll find it. Uh, Also, TikTok. I know TikTok is something kind of new. A lot of people don't really even understand it. I think it's a cool platform. It's something that's hot and available right now, and I figure why not the Spurs Up show capitalize on that as well. So I'm going to be be more active on TikTok, going to try to uh, flex my creative muscles, if you will, if I can't possibly can. Um, keep up with the times. It's kind of a new it's – it's basically like a new vine, uh, which I think is cool. It is like a new vine. But uh, if you want to follow the Spurs Up show on TikTok, like I said, I will be putting content on there as well. Literally search again, the Spurs Up show. You will find it on TikTok. But I want to make you guys aware because I'm sure a lot of you don't even realize – some of you may not even know what TikTok is, but if you do, you may not have realized the Spurs Up show – is on that platform going to become the the posts on there are going to be a lot more consistent now going to be adding a lot of content on the TikTok. 
Uh, also, one new thing that's going to be rolling out, I can't give a solid confirmation of which, when it's going to be. Heck, it could be today. I don't know. Um, but YouTube Live, going to get back into the live streaming, probably do it through the channel of YouTube. Probably going to be a lot of Q&A type stuff for you guys. So I'll be making the announcements of when that'll be happening. Probably be something that'll be in the afternoon or mid-afternoon, something like that. But I want to let you guys know there will be more content coming to YouTube. I love the growth that I've seen in the YouTube channel. Um, and I think that's the, the best way to facilitate like a live streaming session, if you will. I think Q&A would be really cool. There's obviously other possibilities for that as well. But be on the lookout for that. And then Twitch. I am bringing Twitch back at some point. It was awesome, obviously, in the preseason doing the, the simulations. But I think Twitch has a place to stay with the Spurs Up show. I'm going to be bringing that back as well. So a lot of content rolling out, as you guys know. This thing is always evolving, always changing, always trying to get 1% better each day. But just want to keep you guys in the loop, keep you updated, uh, let you know what's going on. Also, you probably noticed this week there were no guests on the podcast. Guests will return next week to their rightful place on Monday and Thursday. Um, been kind of a weird week, just been kind of a week where I'm really trying to figure out what, what I want to do as far as guests are concerned, because as you guys can imagine, it is a lot trying to schedule guests, do every interview, stuff like that. Um, so just want to let you guys know the return of guest interviews. It's not going away. It will be back next week. So just want to let you guys know upfront about that as well. All right, let's dive into everything. Um, we got a lot to talk about before we do that. I want to tell you guys about my friends over at my Bookie. Guys, during Thanksgiving week, my bookie's offering a risk-free bet on the Bears-Lions game. This is literally next week. This is next week. It's crazy that Thanksgiving's a week from today. Where has the month of November gone? Um, but they're offering a risk-free bet on the Bears-Lions game. Simply choose a team against the spread for up to $250, and if you win, congrats. You've got an extra, hol you've got extra holiday spending money, whether it be Christmas, Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Hey, you got extra money to buy some merch in the Spurs Up Show store, right? That's really what we should be saying. Um, if you lose, congrats to you again. You didn't lose anything because my bookie is going to give you all of your money back. Guys, it's a no-brainer. You literally cannot lose. It's no risk, all gravy. It doesn't matter whether you're an experienced player or if you're a first-time customer. My bookie welcomes all to come play, so quit waiting around and sign up today. Guys, you ever find yourself watching NFL, college basketball, college football, Whatever it may be, and you have, you have questions about it, right? Because you feel like you could win some money. You, you, maybe some of your buddies gamble, or maybe you've gambled with a local bookie, but you've never done it online. You've never done it through a website. If you have questions, don't sweat it, guys. MyBookie's patient customer service team can walk you through the process, and the best part is if you join this Thanksgiving week, you'll still have one last shot to take advantage of their incredible sign-up offer. Guys, it's simple. Just go to mybookie.ag. That's mybookie.ag and make your first deposit with promo code GAMECOCKS. And mybookie is going to match your deposit dollar for dollar to jumpstart your bankroll. And guys, that is on top of the risk-free bet. MyBookie is doing us a bunch of favors this holiday season. Let me repeat, that's a guaranteed deposit match and a risk-free bet for Thanksgiving only. So if you're a true football fan, you do not want to let this opportunity pass you by. You simply cannot lose, guys. Make sure to do your part to support your team this season. Hop on the gravy train and get in on the action with my bookie. And, guys, remember, with my bookie, you play, you win, you get paid. All right, let's talk about South Carolina basketball. Gamecocks losing to Boston University on Tuesday night. Um, Gamecocks falling by the score of 78-70. to 70. I know I gave my thoughts on social media, kind of as I always do my post-game reaction, if you will, but kind of want to dive into this and just talk about it really briefly. Um, you know, 
One thing, the first thing I want to lead off with, it is not time to hit the panic button. I know it's frustrating for South Carolina fans. Heck, it's frustrating for me as well because it seems like we cannot get through a season without one of these just like weird losses. You know, last year it was Wyoming. The year before it was somebody else. The year before it was somebody else. No non-conference loss is a good loss. Unless you're playing like a Virginia or you're playing like a Michigan last year or whatever – Losing a non-conference game, like, you really want to limit the non-conference loss because that's what hurts you in March. When you're trying to make the tournament, it's these losses, if they add up, that can really hurt you. First thing I want to do, though, tip the cap to Boston. Tip the cap to Boston University. I mean, this team, I don't know how this team is just 3-2 and two now. I, I don't understand it. They, they're, they're a team full of shooters, very gritty, played hard, played tough. Um, so give Boston some credit. I mean, for sure. Give this team some credit. I think they'll probably go on to have a really, really good season. Um, you take a look at the statistics, and, you know, everything seemed pretty even, in my opinion, as far as the stats are concerned. Uh, Boston shot 42% from the field. South Carolina shot 40. Um, you know, 15 of 22 free throws for Boston. Gamecocks were 12 of 21. Um, you know, rebounds. South Carolina had five more rebounds. The Gamecocks won the rebound battle, which I don't think most people would have guessed that. 15 to 14 on assists with Boston the advantage, seven to six steals with Boston the advantage. Um, you know, 13 turnovers for Carolina, 11 for Boston, 17 fouls for Boston, 16 for the Gamecocks. I mean, very even. The place in this game where I thought it was one for Boston was the three point shooting. Nine for 25 from three point range, which isn't great. 36% overall three point shooting. Gamecocks just four for 22. From three-point range, that is 18%. Just 18%. And to me, that's really where the game was won. Guys, we've already talked about before, and we talked in the preview, going through this non-conference slate, this is going to be a team that's really going to have to figure it out down low, right? You lost Chris Silva. You're trying to find who are, who's your rotation going to be, who are those guys going to be you can depend on. I thought the Gamecocks, for whatever reason in this game, they really wanted to make it a point to force-feed it down low early, which – you know, I've taught – this is a team with a lot of high-quality guards, in my opinion, a team that's filled with guards who can shoot the basketball, who can, who can score. So that really surprised me in the sense of, you know, that you wouldn't, I guess, try to win the game with your strong suit, if you will. I mean, I know you want to try to develop those guys down low, and the only way you can do that is give them opportunities. But I thought that was kind of strange um, to, to force-feed it so, so – to be so adamant about force-feeding it down low early in the game. This is a Gamecocks team, though, that especially going through the non-conference early on, like I said, well, they're trying to figure it out with their guys down low, who's going to be those guys they can depend on. The Gamecocks are going to lean on their guards. And when you, I think what you saw Tuesday night against Boston is that when South Carolina does not have exceptional play from its guards, it's going to struggle. I mean, it's going to struggle. Again, give a tip of a cat to Boston. Boston's the best team South Carolina has played by far to this point. And – Again, when South Carolina doesn't get exceptional guard play, it's going to be hard for them to win. I think Boston was the first team that really exposed that on Tuesday night. I mean, you had A.J. Lawson, who led South Carolina with 22 points. But you take a look at the box score. I mean, other than that, you've got guys for South Carolina that just got to play better. Um, they just got to play better. I mean, Justin Manaya with 10 points. Um, you know, Jair Bolden had just eight points. You look at a guy like Trey Hannibal had zero points, which he got. he only played six minutes in the game. T.J. Moss, a guy that had a really, really disappointing night, I thought. Zero points, played 20 minutes. He was 0 for 6 from the field, 0 for 3 from three-point range, and even 0 for 2 from the free throw line. 
that was a huge, a huge problem. He's got to be better. Jermaine Cousinard, 19 minutes, just six points. So the, the Gamecock guards have just simply got to be better. I mean, the, like I said, the biggest difference in this game, every time Boston had an open three, they hit it. The Gamecocks had a lot of looks, just didn't make enough shots. So you take a look at this game, though. Like I said, I don't think it's time to hit the panic button. You know, losses in non-conference do happen. Look at Kentucky. They lost to Evansville. And I'm not obviously trying to compare South Carolina to Kentucky, but as long as this is a one-off scenario versus a trend, this team will be okay. And like I said, it's not time to hit the panic button. South Carolina should be able to rebound very, very quickly from this loss. They played Gardner-Webb on Friday, which I truly feel bad for Gardner-Webb because I imagine Frank Martin's going to have these guys ready to go. (laughs) I'd be very, very, very surprised if South Carolina didn't get a huge win on Friday, which we'll talk about that game on the Friday show. But, uh, you know, South Carolina should be able to rebound, continue to work the kinks out. I think that's what they're doing right now. They're really trying to work the kinks out. Again, figure it out down low. Who are the guys you can depend on? Because, again, there's just some inconsistency down there right now with, is it Coatsar? Is it Frank? Is it McCreary? Is it Levique? Like, you know, who is it? You know, who, who are the guys you can depend on? Um, and then, again, like I said, while you're going through this process, your guards have really, in my opinion, got to take it upon themselves. Like, okay, we've got to carry this team. Like, we get an open shot, we got to hit it. Um, again, I thought A.J. Lawson had a pretty solid night. I will say the one thing is that A.J. Lawson, they got to get him going earlier in ball games because I don't think he even had his first points until, like, the 10-minute mark. Um, that just can't happen. I mean, A.J. Lawson is your best player. Everything should be running through him. Um, I mean, he's a guy that should be scoring 20-plus a night. Like, that is – that's who he is. He's that good of a player, in my opinion. So, they got to get him going earlier on in games. But, again, obviously no one's happy with the loss. I'm not happy with the loss at all. It stinks that, you know, we always go through the seasons and we always find a way to lose these weird little non-conference games. And they hurt you in the long run. But, like I said, as long as this is a one-off scenario, and it's not something that we see a lingering problem, which, again, the Gamecocks should be able to bounce back on Friday, beat up on Gardner-Webb, and kind of get the good feelings going again into the next week and continue the Cancun Challenge. Uh, You'll have Wichita State and either West Virginia or Northern Illinois, I think in Cancun, actually, on the road for sure. Um, But, you know, as as, as long as it's not a lingering problem, I do think South Carolina will be okay. But, again, you're just going to have to lean on your guards at this point because I don't – and I really maybe throughout the entire season, I, I don't see a Chris Silva-esque player on this roster right now. Like, I, I mean, there are some nice pieces. I like Alonzo Frank's game. Um, he had eight points last night, six rebounds. I like the effort and the toughness I'm seeing from Mike Coates. Heck, heck Mike Coates are at 14 points, second leading scorers. I mean, he had a pretty good night, seven for ten on field goals. Um, seven total rebounds, two blocks. I mean, he, he had a pretty solid night. Like, if you, I would take that every night from Mike Coatsar. I would take that every night from Mike Coatsar. But this is just a team that's going to have to rely on its guards. And, you know, a lot of people were clamoring for Trey Hannibal last night, which I can't blame you in the sense because you look at what T.J. Moss did. I, I, he was so off. I mean, again, no points in 20 minutes, 0 for 6 from the field, 0 for 3 from three-point range. Just not good enough. It's not acceptable. So, will we see more Trey Hannibal? I don't know, but Gamecock basketball fans, take a deep breath. Um, Take a deep breath. It's not time to hit the panic button. Again, I know the loss sucks. Tip the cat to Boston. They were a solid team, but it's not time to hit the panic button as long as 
this is addressed, and there's pro- there's problems to address. But like I said, there's kinks to work out. But I think this is still a team that has talent. It's loaded at the guard position, but it's just got to simply shoot better and play better. Period. And that's you know Boston Boston made the shots and South Carolina didn't. That's really what it came down to. But again, South Carolina will get a good opportunity to rebound on Friday, build some momentum going into next week in the Cancun Challenge, and you come back home against George Washington in a couple of weeks, and you really get into the meat of this non-conference slate with George Washington and UMass on the road, then Houston at home, and then at Clemson, and then at Virginia. That's when you're really going to get in the meat of this non-conference schedule. But, uh, you know, I'll tell you, losing that one, you really think now South Carolina, you'd like to and they need to steal, probably steal one. I mean, I don't know if you'd say Houston would be stealing one. I mean, Houston's a pretty good basketball team, so probably at this point it would. You need to beat Clemson. you got to beat Clemson if you have aspirations of the NCAA tournament, in my opinion. Um, I think asking them to win at Virginia is way too much at this point. Virginia is a, one of the best teams in the country. Granted, uh, they were given a scare by Vermont the other night. So, I mean, it is possible. But this team will be fine. This team will be fine. It's just got to rely on its guard play. And hopefully, hopefully they can find some consistency and find these guys down low. They're going to really, really, really contribute and help the guard play out. So, again, Gamecock fans, take a deep breath. It's okay it's okay. We will rebound. We will get back on a winning streak. I think we'll be fine. And again, if it's a lingering problem, hey, we will address it on this show. No question about it, but I think we'll be okay. Um, All right, moving off of basketball, Bob Caslin releasing a statement. Another statement comes out on Wednesday afternoon. Uh, I'm going to read this really quickly, and then I'll give my thoughts on it. So the statement that came out said, quote, Earlier this week, I had a lengthy conversation with reporters and editors from the Florence Morning News about our university and the importance of keeping it affordable and accessible to the people of South Carolina. In the course of that interview, I was asked several questions about the football program, including one about Coach Muschamp that I misinterpreted. I misspoke, and the mistake was mine, and I apologize for any confusion my comments have created with our Gamecock fans or our program. Our athletic director and I support Will Muschamp, and we look forward to him being our head coach next year and for seasons to come. So, very interesting statement, obviously. Going to break this down. Um, Listen, I I think this is more so – he said all the right things here. I think it was more so that USC had to put out another statement Um, after everything that had happened earlier in the week with the audio coming out and just kind of the the mess they had created and – you know, obviously, people on social media and Gamecock fans, the Gamecock Nation, freaking out about it, feeling like, oh, our program's an embarrassment because of what's going on at the top. And I mean, it certainly did show. You know, it was not a unified front at the top. Is definitely what it showed. So, I thought they had to release a statement. You said everything you had to say. Um, and I mean, from what that statement says, it sounds like Will Muschamp will be back in 2020. And like I said on the show earlier this week, or I said on the uh, the Wednesday show that, you know. I feel like the adults in the building can all sit down, cooler heads can prevail, they can all figure this out, get on the same page, and have a working relationship. Now, that's what it looks like here with this statement. I'm still kind of on the edge of, is this just a statement to calm the, you know, calm Gamecock Nation and try to, you know, put together a unified front? Because again, the Ray Tanner, I still believe that Ray Tanner contacting Florida State about their buyout, that, I think that's something that happened. So... Maybe they all got on the same page. Again, I don't know that there's a ton to break down from this. I will say it was very strange that he said that he was asked several questions, including one about Coach Muschamp, that he misinterpreted and then he misspoke. 
I don't really understand that at all. Again, I think it's really just trying to cover up everything that's happened. But, you know, hopefully the end of the saga of going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Now, the Gamecocks get beat by Clemson as badly as some of us may think they will. I have a feeling there will be more statements come out. I said that on the Wednesday show. I don't think this is the end of it if that happens. But you had to put out a statement. You had to put up a unified front and let everyone know, hey, we've, we've got this thing together. Don't panic, um, even though people still are. But they, they, I think they had to throw up this statement, um, you know, to support Will Muschamp. And, you know, because, you know, I, I will agree to an extent that it was – or I will agree that it was – not fair to Will Muschamp to have all this background noise going in the middle of the season still. Like, you've still got another game to play. So, I think they had to put up a unified front. I think they did. Now, what does it really mean in the grand scheme of things? Do they stick to this? Is this a smokescreen? That is left to be seen because, um, I, again, I'm not totally convinced. I'm still kind of on the 50-50. Maybe I'm 60-40 now that he comes back, that Will Muschamp is back. But – who knows at this point, man? Like, it, depending on what happens with Clemson, it's like, who really knows at this point? Who knows? So, interesting stuff. Again, maybe we can go 24 hours without a statement. Maybe not. Who knows at this point if we will. But uh, if, if we do, we'll, we'll obviously talk about it. So, uh, some news and notes to get to, and then we'll get into listener questions uh, and your voicemails. Brian Edwards' injury update. Will Muschamp stating on Wednesday that he will, quote, probably miss the Clemson game. So, another blow for South Carolina. Uh, it, you know, it's a shame if this is – I said on social media, but if this is the last time that we've seen Brian Edwards and Garnet and Black, uh, salute to him on a great career. Obviously, a record-setting wide receiver, one of the best in school history. Unfortunately, he was only one touchdown away from tying out uh, the, uh, the all-time touchdown record. But uh, – you know, just a huge blow for South Carolina. I mean, the, 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 the slim chances that you already had got even slimmer. I mean, we saw this offense without Brian Edwards on Saturday against Texas A&M. It's a problem. <laughs> like, it is a problem. So, I, you know, and, and I know people are going to make the narrative or that they're going to, you know, question, oh, is he just sitting out for his NFL future? Is he really hurt? I think he's really hurt and he's sitting out for his NFL future, to be honest with you. I mean, and I don't think Gamecock fans, it's a new era of college football. This is something that happens. Um, you know, he has the opportunity to play for a long time in the NFL, make millions of dollars, change his life, change his family's life. I know he's got a kid as well. So I can't blame the kid. Do whatever's best for you. I supported Debo when he did it in the bowl game last year. I'll support Brian Edwards when he does it here. But, uh, yeah, tough blow. I mean, it's just a tough blow for this South Carolina team and this South Carolina offense. And, I mean, again, going into a Clemson game where you already had slim to none chances, it, it makes those chances even less. Um, speaking of the Carolina-Clemson game, Clemson opens as a 24-and-a-half-point favorite per Westgate Vegas Sportsbook. Honestly, this number's right around where I thought it would be. I was expecting it to be like 23, 23-and-a-half. So, 24-and-a-half, I damn near hit the number there. But uh, – you know, it's unfortunate. It's not surprising, but it's just unfortunate to see that big of a spread in this game. But that's just kind of the point we are right now. Um, one last thing before I get into the listener questions, I wanted to highlight really quickly, and I don't want to pour it on this dude because I'm sure he feels bad enough seeing this. But one of the funniest headlines I've ever seen, uh, Gamecock football staffer dismissed for fighting man who looks like Will Muschamp. If you guys did not read this story, apparently there was a staffer who was a like a grad assistant offensive analyst or something like that. 
he went out in five points on Halloween and got in a fight with a kid because he was dressed up as Will Muschamp, wearing like black polo, slacks, glasses, the whole get up. And the kid was holding up a check, like holding a check that like he made it, holding a check that said the buyout, Will Muschamp's buyout, $18 million, signed all Gamecock fans. I mean, again, it's just like, it's like the cherry on top of a wacky, just a wacky wild week in Gamecock athletics. I mean, I literally saw that headline and thought it was something the onion wrote. Like I was like, there's no way that this is real. None, no chance this is real. And I'll be damned if this isn't a real thing. I mean, it's just, it's been one of those weeks, you know, it's like you, you have a day at work, you're like, man, it's just one of those days. It's been one of those weeks for South Carolina. I mean, it's been just all over the place. So again, if we can't laugh at ourselves, who, we, who can we laugh at, right? So, I mean, at least we can chuckle at it. Feel bad for the guy, but that, that is just that – is, that's a classic headline in my opinion. All right, let's get in these listener questions. I actually do have one voicemail, and it is hysterical, by the way, so I'm going to go ahead and play that right now. This is supposed to be must champ's deepest team. Well, we knew he wasn't going to do any good. He failed at Florida, so – the buyout, we could probably get rid of him for a song. What about Frank Martin? This team this year is going to be good. I bet they'll make the tournament, man. They are tearing it up. Well, there's always baseball. Didn't Kingsbury, Kingsburg, whatever. Didn't he do good last year? Didn't they go to Omaha? Well, our new president, he's ex-military, so I know one thing. Won't be run like a clown show anymore. Well, there's always next year. <laughs> whoever you are that sent that in, you didn't leave your name, and it's a shame because whoever you are, that is probably one of the funnier, more entertaining voicemails that I have ever gotten and played on these airwaves. And I say to you, sir, thank you because that's <laughs> – that is absolutely classic. That is absolutely classic. So thank you again, whoever you are, for leaving that and giving us all a very good laugh. Um, all right, going to go through these listener questions really quickly. Uh, we'll start with Seahawk fans. What is the game plan versus Clemson? It's a great question. Obviously going to break that down fully next week. But I, just off the top of my head, man, I, I said it last week for Texas a but I mean it even more so for this Clemson game. You're going to be almost a four-touchdown underdog. You have nothing to lose. Throw the kitchen sink out there. Run trick plays. Play the carry-on joiner. I mean, try some new formations. Like, I, What else can you do? Just be aggressive. I mean, honestly, that, that's really the only game plan you can go into this game with. So that's what I would say. Just play with absolutely nothing to lose. Because you know what? If you get embarrassed, everybody's expecting you to get embarrassed anyways. Just, 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 just fly around. Who cares? Screw it. Um, Grayson underscore Foster 13. You think we have any chance of winning next week? I, I honestly, man, I would say 1%. 1% chance of winning next week. Uh, Thomas underscore Brady underscore H. Hey, looks like Bob and Ray were in contact with FSU about buyouts. Future looks bright. <laughs> uh, Judd Rupp, you think the AD will schedule slightly weaker non-conference games after this year? Um, if you're talking – I think you're probably talking for football – I, honestly, man, I am, you know, I'm not, I see a lot of people on social media that say, like, you know, let's schedule, 
you know, let's schedule like a Oklahoma or like a Virginia Tech or – and, I mean, I am – here's the thing. I, like, the non-conference matchups are cool, but, dude, the schedule's hard enough. Like, outside of Clemson, I'll take three cupcakes. I really will. I want three, you know. I want three guaranteed wins every year going into the season. Like, it's all about winning as many games as possible. Why would you want to set yourself up like this year? And, again, I'm not – you still should have beaten North Carolina and App State. There's just no excuse. But that's not exactly two weak out-of-conference opponents. Like, North Carolina and the ACC and App State, who is a feared program in regards to taking down Power 5 teams. You know, give me the Coastal Carolinas of the world. Give me the, you know um, – God, I don't even know, man. Just just give me the lower-level teams. Give me the guarantee wins. Give me the Western Carolinas. Give me the Samfords. I mean, whoever, dude. Like, I'm down to just get three guaranteed wins every year on the schedule. George.Bagwell1, which incoming freshman will make immediate impacts? Uh, in regards to the recruiting class – I think Marshawn Lloyd, honestly, man. Like, I, I think there's a good chance he's your starting running back in 2020. So, I think of all the freshmen, I think he will make the biggest impact. Um, v underscore Z Miller one. Let's make a GoFundMe to get a new head coach. Uh, that's very interesting. Guy, go ahead. See what happens. I mean, maybe you never know. Uh, Jared C. Or, let's see. Gerard did this beat. What do you think about Brad Edwards possibly becoming our AD? Will they fire Tanner? At this point, I have no clue. I, I have no clue what the next move is. It would not shock me if after this football season they actually fired Ray Tanner instead of firing Will Muschamp. Find an AD in the meantime, and then next year when you make you likely make the coaching change, you got an AD in place, and hopefully you've made a good hire at AD, someone that can go get you a, 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 a head coach, a good head coach. Um, last question here, Spencer Butler, 99. Why does Carolina practice so much and only run five plays? Spencer, I, those, questions, those are questions that need answers, my friend. Those are million-dollar questions that need answers, and unfortunately, I do not have those answers. So, uh, appreciate the voicemails, appreciate the questions. That's going to do it all for me before I let you guys go. If you need tickets to South Carolina Clemson, guys, let's, who cares? We're going to get killed. Who cares? Let's pack out the stadium with Garnet and Black. Let's show everyone why we're the best fans in the country. If you need tickets to South Carolina Clemson, Gamecocks basketball, concerts, comedy club events, MLB, NHL, NBA, NFL, whatever you need tickets to, go download the SeatGeek app, go to SeatGeek.com, use the promo code SPURSUP. You're going to get $20 off your first purchase. Guys, SeatGeek is the best ticket buying app by far and the only one that I use. I always use them to get my tickets and you should as well. They got a great ticket rating system where they rate the tickets for you based on the type of deal you're getting. So guys, you're never going to have to worry about overpaying for tickets, getting ripped off. They do all the work for you in that regard. They actually tell you, hey, this is how much you should pay for this ticket. This is how much it's valued at. And you're going to know, you're going to have that peace of mind before you click the buy button because you're going to get the most bang for your buck. Again, guys, if you're going to any of these Gamecock sporting events especially, why not use a Gamecock promo code and save $20. Like everybody, no, no one on this earth is too good to save 20 bucks. Absolutely not. Um, so again, that's SeatGeek. Our friends over at SeatGeek, go download the SeatGeek app or go to SeatGeek.com. Use the promo code SPURSUP, that's S-P-U-R-S-U-P, to save $20 off your first purchase. I'm Chris Phillips of the Spurs Up Show. As always, appreciate you guys tuning in. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks so much.
Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.